talking about bass, talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem you ever found, check your grounds. The show about to start. Start. Tune in, 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 Welcome to This Week in Cardio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, and Mr. Jeffrey Fernandez, worldwide guy traveling all over the place, doing movies and stuff. Um, Going to be wearing a funny shirt at World Finals, I hear. Oh, no. <laughs> What's going on? As long as it's classy, I'm cool with, you know. <laughs> keep it classy, San Diego. Keep, keep it classy. Keep it classy, I say. <laughs> All right, so uh, why don't you talk a little bit about the show this weekend, Jeff, while I'm trying to get these oh. uh, things set uh, up. Was, sure, yeah, as many of you guys know, um, we had a multi-venue base race and top dog competition this past weekend. It was Texas versus Tennessee versus California. And um, I'm sure you guys have all seen the results. Uh, I, I don't know if I have to repeat them. <laughs> but uh, for those of you guys uh, who, who hadn't, uh, I, I guess I'll have to. So 29 class was won by Tennessee. The 39 class was won by Tennessee. And top dog competition was won by California. Um, you got to check out the full results on dbdragracing.com on the results. But, um, you know, it was a fun time. I, I had a fun time. Uh, the competitors out here had a fun time as well. Uh, you know, we tried. We, we, we won some battles, but uh, ultimately we didn't win the war, so to speak. <laughs> um, but, the, you know, like they say, you, if you either win or you learn. And I, I kind of feel that the competitors here, uh, Lewis and uh, and Eric, you know, they, they learned a little bit about themselves and, you know, different strategies and stuff like that. So overall, you know, it was kind of like a win, but definitely all the praise to, you know, Tennessee, uh, as well as California. You guys all, we all did an awesome job. And uh, ultimately, you know, we kind of showed how uh, like, like you would say, it's the uh, dress rehearsal for world finals. Um, you know, with, with the multi-venues. Um, if you guys haven't got a chance to, you know, be a part of it or, or even, you know, checked it out, it's definitely worth looking into because where else are you going to go head-to-head -head up against, you know, other people in uh, the country? Or when I first did um, Worldwide Finals, I went up against a guy in Europe. You know, that's that was a crazy part, so... You know, if you guys, again, you guys will be in for a treat. Check out uh, this year's World Finals, for sure. Yep. Um, dang it. I don't see my chat window. Well, let me try and do this again. We had a couple people chiming in on Facebook here. Let's see. Let me go back. Man, these guys are fast. Chris says, hashtag uh, Tennessee Base Racers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't get the chat to pop up here. I had it working earlier today. Oh, and. Bummer. 
I can't get it to pop up. So we are going to have to watch on the thing. So a uh, big deal about what happened this weekend was that, um, uh, let's see, we only have Moses popping in. Oh, shoot, I was going to share this. Um, part of the big deal that we did this weekend was that it was a, oops, hold on a second. I am failing at the moment. Sonic FX. Okay, now I'm going to share it to everybody. Uh, Wayne Harris. Um, yeah, you're going to have to watch the um, uh, Facebook side, if you don't mind. Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. I have that up right now. Okay, cool. Uh, why don't you hit a couple of those comments real quick while I share this real quick, right. if you don't mind. So, David McKay, a Tennessee-based racer here, says, was definitely fun for sure. Uh, Chris Gregory says, congratulations, Rosa Espinoza. Uh, we all know that uh, Rosa won the top dog competition. Hard-fought win for her. Um, there was a lot of uh, strategery going on for uh, uh, for top dog that didn't really pan out for some of the competitors, which we found out afterwards. Um, but, uh, yeah, props to uh, Rosa for hanging in there. Man, she, she won one pivotal uh, round. Which, yep, a head-to-head, -head, which, which got half of the points, right? Exactly. So she went and did 10-second time extension. And we all know once you get into that 10-second time extension, the person who wins is going to get half the other person's points. And that's exactly what Rosa did. Uh, it just so happened to be the uh, top dog points leader at the time and ended up taking, like, what was it like close to 40,000 points? I think it was like 36 or 40,000 yeah. points. Yeah. But uh, with that win, Rosa, you know, got all those points. And it was just a matter of uh, kind of being careful the next couple rounds. And she could have lost it all as well. And, you know, luckily for uh, Rosa, she, uh, she came out on top. So congratulations yep. to Rosa and uh, Chris Gregory. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Saying congratulations to her. So yeah. Okay. Um, so um, with that being said, the guy who developed this software and the system that we're using uh, by all major organizations, obviously, uh, Mr. Wayne Harris, our uh, guest today. Welcome, Wayne. <laughs> hey. Thanks, guys. So Wayne, um, what do you? Uh, so if somebody has questions on World Finals. Uh, hit him up there. Jeffrey will help me uh, navigate through them. But if you guys have specific questions, let's ask and we'll get them done. Uh, what would you like to kind of tell us about World Finals to start with, Wayne? Well, first I want to thank you and Jeffrey for doing this. Uh, we've been working really hard for months and months and months uh, getting ready for this show. So I'm really excited. This is the culmination of a lot of hard work in everyone's part and also the... Uh, the competitor. So, um, you know, I guess the first thing I want to say is that I want everybody to be safe when they drive to the event and uh, be rested and ready to have a good time. So, as you know, it's not just about the competition. There's a big social element here. This year is really special because finally we're able to, uh, the European competition scene is uh, getting back to normal. But COVID really hammered uh, the Europeans, uh, every country had different rules. It was almost impossible uh, for those guys to have shows. And if you look at a lot of their stats pages, a lot of them haven't been able to compete. They haven't had a finals in like three years. So um, 
they're really excited about the event and we have a lot of competitors you know there's over i don't know the last count but we have like 150 people total uh participating in the show so with that many i guess here's the thing that i want to convey okay um you guys for the most part have been doing this for a long time a lot of you are veteran competitors and most of you have been to the finals before so you know what to expect and we have some expectations of you we're going to do our part to provide you with an excellent competition opportunity we have the best judges in the world we have the best presentation in the world and you know i'm really proud of that i think we have the a team uh working for us um when you show up at the show and you know we expect you to be ready to compete your car should be clean as an elite competitor participating in the only true world finals you're you you need to look professional that means that you if you have a tent you can bring it and set it up in your pit stall and by the way uh this year in owensboro we were able to increase everyone's pit stall by two feet uh so you will have a little bit more elbow room uh so if you have a tent bring it uh if you have team your team jerseys and i know we have a lot of teams this year and i hear you guys jeffrey has to wear it some kind of t-shirt <laughs> or something at the party so yeah. i know there's a lot of, of pride and uh competition there but it, you know we want everybody to look good remember this is a consumer event also so the facilities will be open to the public um and you know oh, so real quickly uh wayne uh doug can you check uh, wayne's audio uh looks like Lee's popped in here and says it's a little hard to hear wayne all right, say something again, Wayne. I'm checking your audio here. Mic check, one, two, testing, one, two, three. Uh, he's pretty dang hot in here. I'll turn him up. Go ahead. Sorry, Wayne. Go ahead and continue. <laughs> you know, she has hearing loss from all of this, <laughs> <laughs> from 25 years of that. But anyway, um, when you get to the show, um, you know, keep your pit stall clean. Uh, make sure you, your car is clean and that you're ready to compete. This is not a show where the judges are going to go around and find all of these problems. They're just going to do some quick audits on the vehicle. Um, and by the way, so this is what's going to happen. So Friday is moving. And uh, that's for Owensboro. Uh, California, remember, we do not have a Friday move-in. Yes. So, it, so it's by the location. And, and mostly I'm focusing on Owensboro mm -hmm. and because our, um, the logistics there are a little bit more challenged, but, um, you know, and, and this, in this podcast, I'm not going to even address the situation that's happening in Slovenia. Uh, Benny okay. is actually going to be doing a similar type of communications with his competitors over there. Okay. So, and then, you know, Ray, Ray is, uh, he knows all his guys. So. You guys kind of uh, are in charge of coordinating your stuff. In Owensboro, on Friday, uh, we're doing move-in, and uh, the judges are going to be doing the, we used to call it pre-judging, but I don't really want to call it that. Uh, your vehicle should be ready to compete. Now, we've already instructed the judges that we're not going to allow the judges to reclassify competitors, even if you have 
another certified class. So for instance, if you're entered in a, you know, in the street stock 1K class and you have a certified in um, pro stock 2K uh, and, and there's some issue with pro stock 1K, we're not going to move you. We're, we're not gonna permit class changes. It's just too complicated with four venues and over a hundred competitors involved in the timing, everything is just too complicated and, and there's too much of an er a potential for error. So we don't wanna do that. So you need to make sure your car is legitimate and ready to compete. Um, for those of you who compete in the clamped classes, you're not going to get a lot of opportunities. If you have problems clamping, you had better address that right now. And if you have some questions, you can call me and I can give you some suggestions for addressing that. We're going to do our part to make sure that, you know, we don't see those kinds of mistakes in the lanes. It's really critical when you have a head-to-head -head format in different countries or different venues that we don't have mistakes. It causes people to be suspicious uh, and we don't want to see that happen so before i move on to saturday i'm going to let jeffrey um, speak a minute and let me know if there's anything that anybody's chimed in on um let's see here christian jensen on the facebook side says here sounds good um spencer stanlin says uh, there's some background no a little bit of background noise uh, that's coming, coming from mine uh, coming from uh doug it is He's out there in uh, San Francisco, as you can see in the background. <laughs> um, there's one question. Well, actually, a comment here. Justin Stolman out of uh, California says a lot of different formats are using cone area and getting we a lot of old school DB draggers. I think he had a question about possibly taking that. OK, here it is. Uh, Wayne, have there ever been any consideration in going back to cone area versus cone area? versus Watts, maybe adopting a trunk class, a little bit of new school with the old school. So That's what he had mentioned. as much as I'd like to delve into, uh, you know, fine tuning our competition formats, I'm gonna have to defer that until after the finals. Uh, this is really not the podcast for that. I would like to focus ex exclusively on the finals. Um, and that also goes uh, with regards to specifics rules related questions. So if you're a participant at the finals and you have a rule related question, that's something that you need to, um, the judges are going to be offering a judges, a, a competitor meeting like we always do prior to the show. Um, so that's the time that you can talk to the judges. So today, what I'm here to do is to give you the big picture, to talk about an overview of what I think, what I want to see happen at the finals, and also to answer your questions about what's going to happen, how it's going to go down, uh, what needs to be done. Those are the things that I'd like to focus on. So, okay. um, I, Real quick, before we get too far also, I just want to, uh, once again, I got to mention our sponsors. We got eBox. Uh, we aren't going to talk about how well he did in the 129.9. We got Crossfire Car Audio, and we got Voodoo Customs, as uh, once again, as our sponsors for today's podcast. Um, when, if you get an opportunity to purchase something, purchase something from somebody who supports the things that you enjoy. 
So, um, like I said, uh, now back to where we at. Sorry about that, Wayne. Uh, so, oh, World no Finals. World Finals, um, really looking forward to it. I think we had a really good demonstration of the multi-venue on our mm -hmm. um on our world finals rehearsal shows that we just did. Uh, we had Tennessee, we had um, Dallas, and we had uh, Sacramento area. Um, kind of disappointed in some of my guys that didn't show up. Uh, I expected to see nine, set, at least seven people show up and I only had three. Um, but we did, I think what we did do, uh, it gave Wayne an opportunity to see the uh, live how it was working as a functional uh, entity prior to world finals uh, gave him an opportunity to see where there may be some pitfalls and potential pitfalls uh, one of the things we found out uh, through that whole thing is the slowest internet connection of all the venues actually ends up driving the venues so whoever has the most lag creates the entire system uh, that's doing the multi-venue uh, creates. So whoever has the most lag, everybody gets that lag, no matter how good your connection is. So that's something that Wayne found oh. out. And so we can use that information to make it better in the future, which is, uh, I believe, is some of the things that Wayne's been diligently working on. He's been up many, many nights um, really nervous about the way Top Dog and Base Race are going to work in the multi-venue. He ha has full confidence that it works, but that doesn't mean he's not nervous about it. Is that accurate, Wayne? Well, you know, yes and no. So, you know, this is uh, this multi-venue competition uh, has been a dream of mine at least since uh, it, at least since 2001, at least. So, you know, it's taken a lot of years for the technology to catch up, specifically the connectivity and the internet speed. And I think now, you know, we're really, we had, and this isn't, this test, this preview test that uh, Doug and Jeffrey and Chris just did. And by the way, thanks for doing that. That wasn't the only test we've done. Uh, Ray did his, uh, all three of his most recent events uh, with two computers. So he had half of his guys on one virtual venue and the other half on another and then also uh, our friend Yenis in Greece uh, his most recent show was all done uh, online as well so ultimately from a competitor's perspective and also from the judges perspective it shouldn't look or act or feel or taste or be any different than just a normal competition so uh, the reason I was concerned about base race is because base race has those integrated time extensions. And sometimes uh, if there's a lag on the internet, a latency issue, it can, uh, it can, you know, the timing isn't exactly perfect, but actually when you guys did the show it was awesome. I, I mean, the, we, and we had ties, time extensions and yeah. we had tiebreakers and base race and everything worked great. So, um, but Will I ever not be nervous? I mean, I've been doing this too long. And, you know, you, you're connected to the Internet, you know, and, and things happen. You know, there's hackers and cyber attacks and networks go down. So, but anyway, I wouldn't worry about that. Let's, um, if there's no more questions about Friday. Yep. So when you get there, 
If you move in on Friday, uh, the first thing you're going to do is come inside and check in at the check-in desk and you'll pick up your swag bag and your jersey and you'll be uh, given your assigned pit stall and, and you'll be asked to sign a couple of additional documents. We have two documents that you have to fill out. Uh, one of them is your acknowledgement of the fire marshal uh, requirements for the facility. And this is the same thing that we always have. It's all common sense. Like you shouldn't be arc welding and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, the second has to do with, is just a legal thing about a disclaimer. Essentially, you're responsible for any damage in the hall. Uh, you know, you're not going to hold us liable in case of whatever. So those are the same things that you always have to sign every year. You'll sign those, you'll pick up your stuff, and then you'll go around to the back of the facility. Uh, the Owensboro facility is amazing. Um, the entrances are on the back side where the river's at, and you can just, uh, you can pull in and go to your pit stall. Now, um, California, I'm, I'm not really, Doug, you, you'll have to step in in a minute and, yeah. and tell your guys on what you're expecting, uh, you know, because I'm not familiar with the move-in procedure there. Mm -hmm. But um, a couple of other things, we really, uh, in the, anytime you're inside the facility, that means either whether you're in California or if you're in Slovenia or if you're in Owensboro, uh, we really don't want you to run your vehicle. You can run it while you're competing in the lanes, but you can't charge your vehicle in your pit stall because the um, you can charge it will shut us down if the co2 levels get too high you can now, charge way, it just not with your vehicle yeah that's right you just can't correct. run a correct you can't run you can't it be right. emitting fumes right um excess power by the way guys and you're talking about sponsors we have amazing sponsors this year amazing we have the strongest support supporting I mean, we have the strongest supporters ever this year for the finals. Um, but Excess Power, again, has stepped up, and they have paid for all of the electric in North America. So you guys, there's really no need to run your car. You can just plug in and right. charge your vehicle while you're in your pit stall. So anyway, on Saturday, Saturday is going to be a complete competition. So imagine if you go to a triple point event, Jeffrey's, one of Jeffrey's or one of Doug's shows, and you do qualifying and then eliminations and then hand out the awards. That's what we're gonna do on Saturday at every location. So every location is gonna do a complete competition unto its entirety. And, um, and, so, and we wanna be done no later than 7 p.m. on Saturday in Owensboro, and about the same time in California, uh, we have competitor parties scheduled after that period of time, and you know we want people to go to the party and you know enjoy the food and, and the judges to go to. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, so only... speaking of uh, Saturday, uh, we there was a question from uh, Nathan Milliard says if he can come in Saturday in Kentucky. So. 
it, you know, he would have to be there before we start the competition. Mm. I mean, we, we cannot, because of the coordination involved with the other locations, we have to be done on Saturday. And you know how it is, uh, especially in these bracketed, anything that involves multiple competitors. So that's DB Drag Racing, Top Dog, um, Base Race. You know, where you we can't hold up the contest for one person. I highly, um, you know, I will check with Solis, but mm -hmm. I would say you should be there Friday and, and ready to move in. I know he's a Cyclone uh, demo competitor, um, and, you know, he's just a one-run uh, type format. Um, so I wonder if that's what he's asking about. Uh, yeah, I, I think it would be okay for him. Mm -hmm. You know, in Cyclone, we're we're not going to be Cyclone. doing Cyclone first thing, um, so. But I Wayne, just don't want. Don't we have the issue with the earlier you registered, the last you go? So he really needs to pay attention to where he is in the line, of when he's supposed to qualify. Is that correct? Still. Yes, um, we qualify in reverse order based on registration. Yeah. I'll try to put that online uh, in the next by tonight or tomorrow before we leave. So, okay. you know, most of the guys that do it, I you know, it, I don't know about these these DB drag guys for sure. <laughs> it could be a con any kind of competition. It doesn't matter what it is. If you just make it a competition, then they they go for it. And so. I mean, as soon as we open registration, like all these people are registering all at once. So yeah, that, that's pretty cool. All right. So, Another question here uh, about Saturday from uh, Spencer Stanilin says, so for each class on Saturday, top two loudest move on to Sunday, or is it head to head Saturday until there's two left? Okay. That's a good question. And let me just clarify this because there is some confusion on this. So I'm going to go through each yeah. format of competition until everybody is sure they understand it. In DB Drag Racing, each location is going to complete the competition. We're going to then look at all of the results and we're going to select the two loudest vehicles. Not from each location, the two loudest in each class. And when I say loudest, that means you have to have a winning score that you do not need to win your class, but you have to have a score that's recorded. So it brings up an interesting quandary about, and the, you know, Jeffrey was talking about strategy. Uh, I've had a few DB drag guys going, okay, let me get this straight. If I put up the biggest, one of the two loudest scores of the, of the entire event during qualifying, and then I decide I don't want to risk blowing up my system, so I just throw in the towel. Can I still be eligible for the global competition on Sunday? And the answer is yes, provided you're one of the, your score is one of the two highest scores. Now, in DB Drag Racing, and in fact, any of our formats, we only count winning scores. And qualifying scores are counted as winning mm. scores. So that's the dilemma. You, that's the thing you have to consider if you think you have one of the two highest scores. Uh, 
but there's never any guarantee. And I mean, you know, you might, you wouldn't win a trophy. And we have, our trophies are like same size as last year. Big, huge, beautiful. So I, I mean, you know, I definitely, you got to put a lot of thought into that. So in DB drag, it's the two loudest vehicles globally in each class. Okay. So we'll have 26 competitors in DB drag. So the way this will work is on Saturday night, while you guys are at the party, Doug, <laughs> I'm going to be collecting all of the results, and then we're going to select the two loudest competitors. Those competitors are going to be entered into a new competition. So those two scores will be entered as qualifying scores, and then we'll create brackets. So then there's going to be a new contest, 13 classes, two competitors in each class. The winner is our world champion. Now, in base race, it's a little different because in base race, everybody's going to have a perfect score. I mean, you guys remember like <laughs> yeah. a few years ago, oh, yeah. we had 13 people with like 129.99 or some yeah. insane yeah. thing. Uh, so so the, worst, the worst score ever for world finals um, for qualifying was 129.96. That's the worst it's ever been. And you got to figure you take the top eight. So that means there's a whole bunch of people that are above 9.96. Just keep that in mind. So what we're going to do for the global competition, we're going to take in each class, we'll take the winner of that class. So we'll take the winner in Owensboro, winner in California, winner in Slovenia, the winner in Canada. So there'll be four winners. And those four winners will be entered into a new competition for Sunday. And so that's the only fair way to do it. And that's the way we, that's the way we're going to be doing it. So there'll be uh, semifinals and finals in each class of competition in base race. In top dog, it's going to work the same way. We're going to take the winner of top dog in each location and now in top dog there's only a single class so there'll only be four competitors there'll be the the winner in each class and then they will be entered into a new contest and that will be uh the top dog world competition so a for people that have not really seen the level of speed that a top dog event can be done imagine there's four cars staged in the lanes at all times so as soon as the run is over we already know who's the next to go and we'll say we'll give them 60 seconds or something are you guys ready to go you know because the guy that just won his run we want to give him a, a second so i i think um you know we will talk as judges but i think there should be a 60 second um uh, a 60 second recovery basically and then hey we were good to go in lane one over in dallas we good to go or wherever uh, owensboro we good to go in sacramento all right standby um and then we'll go from there so top dog i'll tell you right now with everybody in the lanes i bet you from start to finish it will take us i'm gonna say for four people I'm going to say it takes us 10 minutes from start to finish. So that is going to be well, a very that, quick format. Yeah, essentially, 
it's that's uh, two competitors, or actually one competitor in each of, in each location. Uh, yeah, venues, so they're going right? to be yeah, yeah so they're so going to be staged in the lane. Yeah. yeah, so we should just you know keep them <laughs> mic'd up, and ready to go, and wait right. for uh, you know the next round. So it should it should go a lot quicker than a normal uh, top dog event. Uh, I would imagine so, um, because of the uh, you know multiple locations all re having one person uh, yep. in the lane. So yeah, you know, um, so. The, the, you know, Doug and I have been talking about uh, the multi-venue Top Dog contest for several years now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we envision a day where there's eight or ten venues going with multiple, a lot of competitors at each location and big prize money, big prize money for the winners. I mean, hell, even at the show you guys just did, there was a lot of money there for the number of competitors. I mean, it was pretty good. So... Anyway, you know, in, in not, I, I think, you know, in the future, I think right now the server set up to, uh, it can have up to eight venues running uh, at, as part of each event. And it can have 10 events going on concurrently. I'm just so, saying, Wayne, we're going to test that next year. Yeah, I hope so. Okay, so uh, in Cyclone, now Cyclone, we're not going to do any competition on Sunday. So on Saturday night, we'll look at our winners, and whoever has the highest score in each class is our world champion. And the same is true for freestyle. Hmm? What 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 is our plan for potential ties in in a, a cyclone? My my suggestion is that we do a runoff. You know, a I agree. Um, okay, so and we could knock um, that out on Saturday. No, no, we, we, we intend to yeah. do it on Saturday. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and my suggestion would be to run them both at the same time, just like we, oh, we can't, huh? So, but anyway, so like I said, um, yeah, the runoff is definitely the way to go because um, I think the last time Jeffrey and I had a multi-venue or one of the events I did, I actually had a tie and had to do a runoff. So that is a potential in Cyclone. So... So there are some logistical concerns about Sunday's competition. We don't know who's going to be in the, the runs, right. but what we do know is that um, Slovenia is seven hours ahead of Owensboro, and Owensboro's two hours ahead of California. So we're looking at a nine-hour difference in time between Slovenia and California. Um, and if you look at the participation, like in Europe, they have competitors in base race and top dog, but primarily their focus is on DB drag racing. And there's always a chance that the two loudest cars are in the same physical location. So when on Sunday morning in Slovenia, the Europeans are going to try to do all of their local runs in every format to get as far ahead to get a head start on us as they can get. So they're going to be jumping around. It, like if they have a pairing in Street Stock 1K, they're going to go ahead and run that. And if they have another one in Extreme, they're going to run that. And and so, uh, but they definitely will be waiting for us. And, and this is where I need the competitors to really be ready uh, first thing Sunday morning, because although it's early morning for us, uh, it's already in the afternoon over in Europe, 
and they have to be out of the hall by 10 o'clock. So that's like two o'clock, three o'clock. You know, we need to be done with the European competition first. So we're gonna give the pairings, anytime we have an option to choose a pairing of competitors, we're going to try to choose the Europeans, uh, like over California, for instance. If we, if Owensboro can, we, if we have two opportunities, one against uh, Slovenia and one against California or one against Canada, we'll try to do the one in Slovenia first because that's where the time crunch is, that time frame. You know, the last time we did a multi-venue competition, and by the way, we've done this. One time we had six venues in the old days, but those guys in Europe, they were there, it was like seven in the morning. Because in the old days of DB Drag, you know, we were, we wouldn't get out of the hall till midnight, you know, it was crazy. But we're not gonna have that problem now. Things nope. run really smooth. Um, okay, Jeffrey, anything else? Uh, looks like, uh... Uh, thanks to uh, Salish uh, chiming in, uh, answering a couple of questions that seem okay. to kind of I, get buried down here. So I got I got one on uh, YouTube real quick. It says okay. uh, this is from uh, Tristan in uh, Barbados. He goes, uh, "What about broadcasting of the finals? Is it going to be on Facebook and YouTube?" Okay, good question. Good question. And as much as I appreciate you guys doing this, there'll only be one venue. There's only going to be one live stream from the finals and that's on dbtv.com. So that's actually a YouTube stream. So if you go to dbtv.com, that's where it's going to be. We're going to have live feeds from every venue and multiple cameras in Owensboro. Uh, and it's like last year for you guys that watched it last year, we had a really successful live stream. We have the DBDRA has invested heavily in the equipment necessary to produce this. So um, we're going to be doing that now. That's on Sunday. I don't know. Doug may do something on Saturday. Um, but um, anyway, on Sunday, as, as long as you're, you need your own uh, independent network connection. I want to keep TermLab on its own high-speed internet connection so that we don't have any issues with that. But yeah, dbtv.com, you'll be able to tune in and watch it there. I don't do Facebook, sorry. <laughs> sorry, okay. guys. All right, I think, uh, so we left off at uh, Cyclone and uh, how about freestyle news for... Uh, yeah, yeah, Cyclone and freestyle on Sunday, that's what I was saying. We're just gonna take the highest score from oh, the right. competition on Saturday and whoever is the highest scoring competitor in those formats, uh, those individuals will be our world champion. Now, just remember, last year I did not really want to do freestyle at finals. Freestyle was, but it has taken off so much. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we've gained, we've got so much traction there, and people really, really like it. And same is true with Cyclone Demo, man. I mean, that's really been catching on too. So mm -hmm. we want to make sure that uh, those competitors get a chance to get a ring. Um, yes. I'm not on here to commercialize what we do, but like I said, our sponsors are amazing. Uh, Incriminator Audio has been our ring sponsor for a long time, and, and we have the best rings. The rings that we hand out are like the ones you get in college. Uh, they're true. Um, that I don't know. Salise calls it something, but... <laughs> All I know is they're super expensive, but super nice. So, uh, and we couldn't do that without our sponsors. And 
and you know nick has always been there for us so yeah and it, it's important i mean look jeffrey still got his on after yeah, years, I, years. Mine, yeah. Year, yeah. I wear mine to world finals My, mine says judge on it though so ah, okay <laughs> um, hey Wayne, I didn't know if you know, but um, so uh, Jeffrey's ringtone when I call him is actually my call for him setting the world record and winning his world finals on his no, phone. No, I didn't know that. So yeah, so but the I ringtone do, on his phone is world finals. Yeah, that's cool. I do know he's got his uh, arms tat. You know, he yes. can oh, yeah, up his go. arms. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So. Um, I guess, you know, here, here's the, the takeaway. Um, this is a celebration of yeah. all of the effort that you put forth to earn this uh, ability to compete at the finals. So it's important that you have a good time. And uh, I have a newfound appreciation for towing. I've never <laughs> had problems towing in my whole life. And, and recently with new tires, I had a blowout and, and man, that was the yeah. middle of the middle of the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so, um, you know, make sure that I don't know what I can tell you. Make sure you have a jack uh, that can lift your trailer <laughs> and, uh, and a lug wrench that won't bend and <laughs> a spare tire. And, just and take if, you guys, if you guys have a chance to, you know, make it like a convoy. You know, there's everybody's yes. going to be traveling on, you know, the same location, um, you know, maybe uh, travel in big groups just in case something like this happens. You know, we could all kind of have each other's back and uh, hopefully we won't run in any uh, problems that way. So, yeah, just very just popular, a tip. very popular, the convoy thing. Um, I know mm -hmm. Jeffrey's been part of it. Uh, oh, yeah. SoCal has always put together a, a convoy. Um, I know the guys from Fresno are going to convoy up together. Um, so yeah, yeah so, I think uh, Chris Gregory mentioned that too. There we go. The Tennessee guys, at, yeah, for Tennessee yep. guys. So definitely. No, that so, that's awesome. Yeah, convoy would be great, and uh, make sure you get plenty of sleep and yeah. you give yourself enough time to get there. Every year, it seems like somebody's getting there like at midnight, you know, or two in the morning, and they haven't slept for three days. This is not the time to tear your system out and start all over. What? I'm not sure I understand that logic, but it seems pretty common. Uh, Celise just handed me a note. She has a question regarding yeah. world records in DB drag racing. Okay. And this is going to require a little bit of additional discussion with the judges because uh, we really have two events going on. We have one event on Saturday with quarterfinal, semifinal, final run. We have another competition on Sunday, and I'm not sure, I don't believe that we can, you, we can establish world records on Sunday unless both of your scores are world record setting runs because it's a separate competition. I so, agree. So that, that, I, I, and we also, you know, don't have the luxury of time to stop and do a vehicle audit and to do a buy run so i would say don't count on that 90 percent unless somebody one of our judges gives me a real compelling argument i'm going to say that's not going to happen and with freestyle your um a record does not have to be backed up uh, currently within the rules so 
your run in freestyle will just stand as your um, run for a world record potentially. Okay, she also gave me a note. She wants me to mention the names of the judges. So <laughs> in California, we've got Doug and Chet. And Chet's been at World Finals for a long time. Uh, normally he's with us in Owensboro, but he's, we're flying him over to California to help, help Doug. Um, in Owensboro, we have Wyatt Meyer. Everybody knows Wyatt's. Uh, he's up in Wisconsin. Jeremy Creamer, Jeffrey Fernandez, and Darren Noreen's coming from Trinidad. So uh, these guys, all of our judges have more than a decade of experience, except for Wyatt, but, but some of our judges, like, how long have you been doing it, Doug? I mean, uh, 2000. 2000 was a, I was not an official judge. Uh, that's when I did that um, G4 TV show for you. And then in 2001, I actually became a official judge and was a finals judge starting in 2005. Long time. I appreciate yep. it. It's cool. In, in Canada, we've got Ray Choi. Everybody knows Ray. Um, and he he has some people assisting him, but I don't have their names here. In Stefan. Canada. And then uh, he's got Base Girl and Stefan that will definitely be assisting. And I don't know the rest of his staff. And, that, and that's then Mini, in right? Slovenia, yeah, Team Mini. In Slovenia, we've got Benny. Uh, Zupan, he is awesome, uh, really good, and he's been doing it as long as you, pretty much. I don't know exactly when he first got involved, but he's been in a long time. And of course, my real good friend Yenis. Everybody knows Yenis. <laughs> I, it's the only thing that's kind of sad for me is I enjoy seeing these guys every year, uh, and this year, you know, we don't get to hang out together, so I'm gonna, I'm missing all of them. And then also, uh, we have Deburper. Uh, is he's actually one of our judges in uh, uh, in Germany, and, and he's been involved with DB Drag Racing for 15 or 20 years as well. So we have a and and then we have a lot of people assisting with mic placement or sensor placement and things of that nature. So I think from a uh, officiating perspective, we've got things covered. I, I just want to ask you guys, you know, please, uh, your professional competitors treat our judges with respect and give them the authority that they um, that the position that they hold you need to abide by what they say treat other competitors the way you'd want to be treated as well I mean th there is I don't want people to go to the show and then have it all ruined because they got in a pissing match with somebody so we need to be prof we are professional we need to act professional we need to look professional and if you do that, then we're going to have a great time. Also, remember, every one of you, for the most part, uh, is sponsored by one company or another. And you're an ambassador for those companies. And you're an ambassador for the BB Drag Racing Association. So the way you conduct yourself and the things you do is a direct reflection on, on the organization and the companies that you're representing. And if you want to continue to have support from those big sponsors like we have, uh, you need to make sure that they're not ashamed of what we're doing in the lanes. And so, I don't mean to be daddy well, here, but <laughs> I mean, this is stuff, this is common sense stuff. And right. I know we got a big testosterone thing going on in DB Drag uh, all the time, but you know, at the end of the day, we all are interested in the same thing. 
and we have more in common than we have in differences. So, you know, if you just keep that in mind and have a good time, uh, then you'll enjoy the show a lot more. So don't forget also at the Owensboro, we're going to have another staff, uh, other staff members there. Um, they're going to be helping out a lot. We got Salise, uh, we got Jeffrey's wife and, um, Jeremy Wyatt's wife. And do we have Creamer's wife out there too? Yes. And you yeah. know, she didn't put that on the list because she just wanted people <laughs> to know about the judges, but yeah. they are the glue that makes this thing work. And I'll Absolutely. tell you, Salise has been working on the finals since February, every day, the, the amount of effort that goes into producing the show. And this year she said, man, it's a lot harder because there's four shows. And, and so, you know, it's just been a real challenge. And I think, you know, she's ready to take a break. Um, we just have this weekend, but yeah, we couldn't do it without them. And, and I know last year she was telling me that, uh, you know, these other ladies that are assisting, you know, that they were just amazing. So, um, definitely a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, also, what I wanted to mention uh, real quickly is uh, the other uh, events for Owensboro. Um, I'm reading here, it's not just an audio event, it's a vendor event and a cruise in. Um, it's uh, both free for spectators out front of the Owensboro Convention Center. Um, it looks like it's going to be $10 a ticket for the audio championship show in the exhibit halls. Uh, there's going to be a car cruise in. Um, so if you're interested in participating, definitely get in touch with um, Celise. Uh, and I do believe there's going to be uh, awards, top awards for uh, the vehicles participating in the cruise in as well. Uh, vendors also, if you want to participate, definitely uh, get in touch with uh, Celise. And I think that's kind of what I wanted to add there. So there's going to be more than just the car audio competition uh, going on in Owensboro. I believe there's uh, some uh, activities going on uh, out front as well. That's right. So the, you know, we're kind of a big fish in a small pond when we come to Owensboro. Owensboro is like a secondary market. Um, and, you know, so, but when we all come into town and book hotel rooms and stuff, the... Uh, visitors and convention everybody in town is just real grateful and they have really stepped up to help us make our show a success again this year uh, but one of the things we're doing the car the the cruise in is for charity and mm, right, the right. producer of that show does car shows all the time so that's going to be a good event and that's a charity event the vendor booths um, if you were in Owensboro last year you know if you remember the atrium area at the front of the facility, um, we didn't use that. But this year, we're allowing local vendors. And who knows what kind of stuff they have for sale. It's not, for the most part, I'd say it's not car audio related. There may be a few car stereo dealers that have booths there. But you're going to find all kinds of stuff there. So, you know, we're just trying to um, make the show uh you know, buffet of entertainment. So anybody that yeah. comes, the you know, they want to come into to the hall, or if uh, the competitors want to take a break, they can walk out and take a look at the the cruising vehicles or the car show vehicles, or they can look at the yeah. vendor booths, or walk up and down the river walk. So, yeah. Um, so I guess the next question would be, are there any weddings scheduled for this weekend <laughs> as well? 
that's going to kind of hinder upon uh, what we're doing or you know last year they didn't know and uh -huh. then we just got notified i mean when we got there and we saw them setting up the wedding stuff i was like I thought that oh, was boy, for this us is not good <laughs> but it wasn't in the convention center it was outside right. uh, now there is a um there is some kind of banquet in one of the meeting rooms <laughs> at 7 p.m but remember we're going to be done at seven mm. and then the competitor parties at eight which brings me up brings up another question that a lot of people have been asking and that is after the competitor party can we go back in the hall and work on our cars and i'm happy to say yes you can do that but awesome i need you to respect I mean, the, the, we had, Solis really had to go out on a limb to get permission to do that. Now, you can work on your car, but you can't do any woodworking in the facility. That means no table saws, no jigsaws, nothing that produces sawdust. You can't do that. You got to use common sense. No oxyacetylene torches, nothing that could be a fire hazard. So, you know, and you need to be respectful of the other people in the facility so um you can go in and work on your car but you can't take in a bunch of sheets of mdf and build a new enclosure you want to build something like that you need to do it before you leave you know so hey jeffrey anything else popping up over there on youtube or facebook side that's uh um, glaring at us looks like because we're just Wyatt, about out of time, and I got to get going right when we're done. So, Wyatt commented uh, he's going to put his welder back in his garage. I guess he's not bringing his <laughs> welder after all now. Uh, Smiley Watts here says he can't wait. Uh, Steve Del Santo says I'm very interested in the car show cruise. Definitely get in touch with Solis for uh, for all the information on that. Mm -hmm. uh, Solis, speaking of Solis, she says there's banquets Saturday night, 7 p.m. Oh, we talked about that a little bit. 7. Uh, to nine when we're at the party so yep um, and uh, if you guys I um, yesterday I think was the uh, deadline to buy the tickets for that you can still purchase your own food at the venue you just won't partake in the food that we've already set aside for the people that purchase tickets ahead of time so that's one of the things um, other than that like I said uh, uh, Wayne, do you want to run down the sponsors if you have those available for you real quick for World Finals? Because uh, remember, like I say on this show all the time, you know, we need to support those who support the things that we love to do. And so, you know, World Finals, a big deal. Let's get the, uh, let's hear what sponsors so that people understand the, the, the people so that are being So if you go to term, termpro.com mm -hmm. and just click on the World Finals logo, it, you'll see this, all of our sponsors cycle through there. I'm going to tell you some, but I, okay. I feel bad that I don't have a list to read. So, uh, first of all, we have Sound Digital and Ground Zero. Uh, Sound Digital and, and Ground Zero, they are the party sponsors. Uh, then we, of course, have Defbonts, who is the presenting sponsor for several years in a row now. They are uh, one of our biggest sponsors. Also, um, Incriminator Audio is our ring sponsor. And, uh, you know, Nick, you know, this year we actually upped the sponsorship and, and, you know, we're getting these nicer rings. So 
um, you know, I really appreciate, you know, his support. Uh, we have a new sponsor this year, U.S. Amps. Yeah, U.S. Amps trophy. stepped up big, huge, yep. out of the blue, and bought our trophy sponsorship. Um, one of the, the company that used to sponsor our trophies uh, got acquired by another company, and in the <laughs> transition, they met, they they caused a hiccup, and they had missed the budgeting process. Now, so anyway, U.S. Amps, welcome aboard. They, that's a huge sponsorship. Uh, Sundown Audio is doing the uh, electric power. Um, uh, Crossfire is uh, is also a big sponsor. We have we have a bunch of show sponsors too, and too many for me to remember. So this is kind of Salisa's purview. She's the one yeah. that has been dealing with most of the sponsors. But it is on our website, and of course we'll have a lot of signage up in the show. Mm -hmm. uh, and Doug's point's really important. Um, you know, the, these sponsors, they're investing in us uh, and they're hoping for a return on their investment. And the way we can help, it's a mutually beneficial relationship. If you guys uh, will do business with these companies, then they're going to be more likely to sponsor these events and also sponsor you as a competitor. And, and if you have signage or tents, uh, you know, be sure and bring it to the event. We like to see the hall dressed up. So, you know. Yeah. All I'm right. Sure it'll look good on the uh, the live feed too on YouTube. People can yes. check it out and they can say, hey, you know, that's that's the brand I'm running. That's right. cool that they're supporting DB Drag Racing. So, and, and you also, never know. we're also going to have banners up at the place uh, for photo ops yeah. for you to take mm -hmm. picture with your trophy that has a bunch of the the show sponsors and whatnot on it uh, obviously your shirt's going to have those on there um so there's there's a lot of opportunity to see who sponsored the event and to you know assist with them you know what i'm saying so yeah uh, and if you're a spectator bring your cameras bring your yes you know video bring extra batteries um take plenty and plenty of pictures make sure to upload them on dbdragracing.com but uh yes. yeah you definitely uh you know Bring extra batteries for sure, because you're just gonna be, <laughs> want to be taking a bunch of pictures. You know, <laughs> definitely bring it for the uh, the uh, competitor party. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of uh, photo ops. That's gonna of be Jeffrey there, wearing uh, his shirt. Year, so, <laughs> so yes. you know, one last thing, we are gonna be doing. Uh, raffles, <coughs> you yes, know, sir. and you'll have a chance to win this year because Celise told me Julius is not coming. So last oh. year, <laughs> we had like but Moses is gonna be in California. So you guys, good luck. <laughs> I mean, Julie, he, he had like a thousand dollars worth of rack. He won like 50% of all the prizes. Oh, Mac Johnson, you know? the third. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So it was, it was crazy. I mean, he, he needed a U-Haul to carry all of his <laughs> back, but we're going to be doing that again. And uh, I just spoke with Roger over at Crossfire today. He's bringing a bunch of stuff for the raffle and other companies are too. So, um, Everybody's going to, if you're a competitor, it, you get raffle tickets with your registration, but of course you can always purchase others. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Uh, I am out of time. So um, real quick, um, guys, join us on YouTube. I Once I hit 500, um, uh, 500 members, I am going to 
uh, 500 subscribers, I will give a membership to DB Drag Racing. And then when we finally hit 1,000 member uh, subscribers, uh, I am going to give an entry into the next uh, World Finals. So, uh, we need you guys to join us over on face on um, not on Facebook, on uh, YouTube side. YouTube. Facebook, we got... Play, uh, we got a lot of uh, subscribers. If you want to subscribe to Sonic FX, that's fine. Uh, Jeffrey and I both post our shows on that Sonic FX quite often. So if you guys want to do that, that's awesome. Um, I can't wait to this weekend. Uh, I know I'm working double time. I'm working all day at my day job, and then in the afternoons I'm working, putting together um, awards and stuff like that for the California venue. Um, besides, for all the other crap I got to do in my life. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to get it get it and get to it. Uh, I can't wait to see how it turns out. Uh, yeah. So looking and, forward you know, to as this. A, sorry, real quickly as yeah, a side ahead. note for uh, for those of you going to California, just like Doug would say, all through the season, you, you guys got to show up and show out because yep. you know you guys all know last year there wasn't a satellite location. So you know I definitely make a good showing out there in California if I were you and. You know, hopefully we can get this uh, going for uh, future years. So. Yep. And the first 19 people that register, they will have parking stalls inside the venue. Um, that's all the parking spots we do have. Uh, so if you are number 20, you will have to park outside and then pull in when it's your turn to run. Mm -hmm. um, I will have plenty of PA system and all that stuff. Um, I see Tristan over here uh, from Barbados. Uh, he said uh, him and his wife may be here next year for World Finals, uh, participating as judges. They want to advance and become multi-point judges, so um, they're in the process of doing what they got to do to do that. Uh, so we'll look forward to seeing them some somewhere at next year's World Finals. Uh, other than that, um, awesome stuff. Wayne, where are we going to see all the information for DB Drag World Finals? Right now, you can just go to turnpro.com, mm -hmm. and if you click on the uh, on the homepage, you just click on that banner for the finals. It'll take you to the finals homepage, and from there, uh, you can look at like the participants, mm -hmm. and you can filter it by class or country. Um, you know, when the results are up, you'll be able to view it there. So I haven't. I've been so engaged with this. Uh, multi-venue software which is i've been working on this for six months it is awesome though. it is so, awesome so i mean it's a huge investment in energy and time but i think mm -hmm. the ultimately it's going to be a game changer uh for the way these contests are done especially with regards to top dog i think i see real potential there for uh getting some money back in the game um can't wait but that's where it's at and uh and of course the the live stream will be on dbtv.com. That's just a, a domain that links right to the to the YouTube channel. Uh, but that will also be there will be a link on the uh, website with that also. All right, uh, Jeffrey, we're gonna miss you this year at finals. Uh, Je Jeffrey is, um, <laughs> and, and I've said this many times. It's not an offense to any other judges. Um, but I've been dealing with Jeffrey and working with Jeffrey for so long. It, he just makes my job so easy as one of the judges. So we're going to miss that. Thanks, Doug. Um, Thank you. I, I'm, I'm not saying Chet can't do it. I'm just saying the 
uh, relationship and the trust has built over many, many years and many, many shows to uh, put that together. So, um, yeah. anyway, I'll be there in spirit. Yeah, we're we're looking forward to it. We'll we'll see you probably at Autorama again. I'm sure you'll make oh, yeah. your way out oh, here. Yeah. And then yeah, I'm going to have to make it out to Dallas. I'll uh, make it part yeah. of a bowling tournament or something and then get a show all together out there. You know what I mean? Yes. So, um, But anyway, uh, once again, we'd like to thank the sponsors of today's show. we got Crossfire Car Audio, Voodoo Customs, and Ebox uh, Design and Install. Uh, they're out of Texas. Um, Without those guys, you know, it makes it a little tougher to put on this uh, podcast and stuff. Tell your friends about the podcast. Share this with everybody. Um, share, like, spread. Uh, do what you can. But really, let's try and get some more people joining on the YouTube side. Um, with all that being said, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Thank you, Wayne Harris, for uh, being yes, here and explaining everything. Hey, Jeffrey, thank you very much. Uh, we'll try and put together some, like... Uh, world finals champion probably we'll talk to them at world finals and we'll start oh, putting yeah. cool. world champion finals uh in the show following uh world finals and then after that we'll start talking the rules so all right guys uh once again thank you guys for tuning in uh thank you everybody for being here tonight and uh yeah. once again um have a good time and uh we'll see you next week 5 30 california time once again the only time that does matter and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Hold on a second, Wayne.